Testing one, two. Testing one, two. You are listening to episode 10. Episode 10 of the King Ali Show. Thank you for the continued support and the fact that I can make 10 episodes of this. Um, it's been a stressful couple months for me. Um, when I started this podcast, uh, I had just been laid off from work. Um, didn't have no unemployment, you know, had bills, car bills, uh, school loans to pay and whatnot, you know, I was still upset, I was still really mad about the way I got laid off, still kind of am, but I was really, at the time, I was really pissed off about the way I got laid off, and anyway, I can't thank you guys enough for continuing to listen, and, and I've been doing polls recently, and and the way my friends have been interacting with those polls, I can't thank the people in my life enough for uh, helping me, encouraging me to continue doing uh, 10 episodes of this podcast. Um, the people who, you know, continually support me, you know who you are, and you know how much I appreciate what you've been doing for me. So this week, we got a real good podcast, it's going to be really interesting, and uh, let's get it. Okay, episode 10. Man, I honestly didn't think I was going to get this far into the episodes. Um, But uh, I just realized, last week I did a decent episode. But last week, I failed to mention something. Patrick Mahomes is, like, rich. Like, really, really, really rich. Like, Patrick Mahomes is filthy rich now. Um, If you know what I'm talking about. Um... Patrick Mahomes just signed uh, a very big extension um, with the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's crazy. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a 24-year-old quarterback, and his new deal is the richest contract in NFL history. Um, with an I think it was um, with an average annual contract of around $45 million once the extension kicks in um, in the 2022 season. So... This is the richest contract in NFL history, but no player in American team sports will make more money on an annual basis, which I think is just insane. Um, I uh, I think this is a very, very good deal for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, this is well-deserved for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he, since year uh, since... His first year starting, which is, well, he started one game in his uh, rookie season. But since his uh, second year in the league, he has shown that he is a top three quarterback in the league. Um, his stats have just been, uh, it's just, the way Patrick Mahomes is looking right now. Patrick Mahomes is on a specific arc to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I have it pulled up. Uh, so, 2017, he only played one game. Uh, 284 yards, one interception, 76 uh, quarterback rating, right? So, the year 2018 and 2019, those are the years we care about. His first season as, like, starting all games, whatever, 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns to 12 interceptions and 113.8, so basically 114 quarterback rating. 
2019, while being um, while having to deal with injuries, 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, to five interceptions. 105 quarterback rating. And he has two Pro Bowl appearances, all pro one time, and then he's a 2018 MVP. I think it's clear that if he continues on this, uh, Tom Brady might not be the GOAT for long. Tom Brady might not be the GOAT for long. We already know that, unlike basketball, with uh, Jordan, who hasn't um, ever lost in the finals, that's not really the way a GOAT is identified in um Football, mainly because it is just that much harder to get to the Super Bowl. And then once you get to the Super Bowl, it is that much harder to win it. But um, I had put up a poll. I had put up a poll on my Instagram to see if the people agreed with me. I put, um, will he have three or more rings? 86% of the people said that he will have, that he will have uh, three or more rings. Honestly, I put three or more, but I didn't want to limit him to that. I wanted to try maybe putting four, but then I thought maybe that'd be too much. Point is, I honestly think before it's said and done, it wouldn't be a shock to me if he's at five or six rings. Patrick Mahomes is that good. The coaching staff in Kansas City is that good. The talent at least on the offensive side of the ball, the talent that the Kansas City Chiefs have is that good. And remember, the Kansas City Chiefs defense was only just pretty average, you know. They don't have a great defense. There's still certain positions that they still need to improve upon. And believe it or not, they still can. Um, A lot of people were saying that this wasn't a good deal for Patrick Mahomes because he could have gotten more money than that. And here's why it is a good deal for the Chiefs. Because now that they're um now that they they've won a Super Bowl, now they have uh, um Patrick Mahomes for the next twelve years. In twenty twenty, Patrick Mahomes will count for only five million dollars against the Um, Kansas City cap, which means as the team attempts to repeat as champions, uh, the contract is backloaded so that in the beginning, um, so that means as the decade progresses, that's when the salary cap will begin to rise. So basically, the Chiefs will never be overpaying for Mahomes as long as he keeps doing like, let's forget 2018 where he did 50 touchdowns. But uh, if he basically repeats this season for the next 12 years, 4,000 yards, you know, 26 to 30, um, between 26, uh, 26 and 30 touchdowns and between 5 and 10 interceptions, Patrick Mahomes will never be overpaid as long as he continues to be the kind of player that he's been. And honestly, if 2018 is his worst and 2019 is his best, 
like let's say he will never get what he i mean i'm sorry let me say that again if 2018 is his best and 2019 is his worst barring maybe any season ending injury he may have in his career because it's football it's a sport where you get a hundred a hundred percent um where you'll a hundred percent of the times you'll get an injury that's what i meant to say except if you're my guy eli who always played but you get what i'm saying if 2018 is the best season he's ever had and 2019 is his worst i mean we're looking at a player who will without a shadow of a doubt eclipse all the accomplishments of the drew breezes of the peyton mannings of the of the aaron Rodgers and of the um and of the tom brady's if he continues like this um, so, I, I, and, and because the contract is backloaded, it's set up in a way that the Kansas City Chiefs can still get assets to put around, um, to put around, uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know, a lot of people will say, don't worry about anything else, just go out there and get your money. Here's why I disagree with that. Tom Brady, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. He went about it in a different way, you know, because there wasn't really a precedent for what Patrick Mahomes did in terms of his contract. But he was always giving the New England Patriots a discount in the sense that he was always, you know, getting paid less so that the so that Bill Belichick would be able to go get players to put around him. And it worked. I mean, you see all the Super Bowls he has. It obviously worked for Tom Brady and the Patriots, and now that he's up there in age, he's like, all right, let me go get this money. And then he went to another team, he's getting this money, and he still has an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Um, but with Patrick Mahomes, he got as much money as he possibly can. And because it's backloaded, so that means... Um, they won't hurt the cap until a few years down the line. They'll be able to, um, they'll be able to, um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the word. They'll be able to get players to, uh, surround Patrick Mahomes. So for example, um, the total catch, this is going to be, um, I'm looking at an article from the sportingnews.com and uh, it has a chart on the bottom of it. And I'm going to read a part of the article and then we're going to go into the chart. It says, below is the amount of cash Mahomes will earn in each of the next 12 years. Uh, because, you know, they, that's, what, that's what's important. The total catch, cash each year is made up of Mahomes' base salary roster bonus, workout bonus, and that's not including any bonus pay or incentive. 2020 total cash, 10 million, 21, 22 million, 2022, 29 million, 2023, 40 million. So until 2023, he won't start making super high, top, top, top money. Um, and that's, that's base salary and roster bonus and all that stuff. Uh, so in 2023 is when he'll start making 40 million, and then he'll make his the highest he'll make in one year will be in 2027, 
he'll be making $59 million. And then, um, you know, so from 2025 to 2026, he'll make 41. And then from 2028 and 2029, he'll make 44 million. And then his last two years, he'll make 50. So this is 2030 and 2031. He'll make 50 million and 52 million. So, as you can see, if more superstar players such as and i mean upper echelon players because really uh this is uh going to be a market setter and other players are going to want to make money like that um and we're going to go on to those players actually after this segment i'm going to talk about the Dak Prescott situation but um with Patrick Mahomes here Pat what Patrick Mahomes did is he set the market now so if anybody accomplishes so basically Let's say um, Russell Wilson just got into the league and Russell Wilson repeats what he did in terms of in his rookie contract, he wins the Seahawks a Super Bowl just, you know, like he did in real life, right? You know, Russell Wilson in his rookie contract was amazing and then he got the Seahawks a Super Bowl. Um, Now that he did this... If there is another player like Patrick Mahomes or like Russell Wilson, you know, players like uh, Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold, they have that opportunity being the fact that they're still in their rookie contract. If they win their team a Super Bowl while still in their rookie contract, will they opt into getting a contract like that where they make more money in the back end of their contract so that their team can still... um, put pieces around them because honestly he's 24 years old right which means at the end of his contract with the way the league is with the way quarterbacks are being protected in the sense that you can't touch them Tom Brady's almost you know is closer to 45 than he is to 40 at this point and he's still playing at a relatively high level by the time this contract's end he'll be 34 35 maybe um he still has an opportunity for another four-year contract. So, honestly, I do not see any bad. Anyone who says that, you know, Patrick Mahomes could have gotten more, at some point, you got to look at the bigger picture. Because I do think if you're a quarterback, one of your responsibilities is you have to make sure you you give your team an opportunity to put pieces around you. Because then you can't go around complaining if you're the one who, you know, sucked the cap dry. So I think Patrick Mahomes did a great thing. And uh, hopefully he'll be able to keep his favorite pieces, you know, Travis Kelsey, Watkins, uh, Tyreek Hill, and all that stuff. Hopefully they'll be able to keep those guys and then be able to build on those skill position players and still be able to have money left over to build on the defense. So honestly, I... I, I never want to sound like I'm, you know, always, I, sometimes it sounds like I'm always on the side of the owners. And uh, the only reason why it ever sounds like that is because I, you know, I root for a team. Whereas a lot of people nowadays root for certain players or whatnot. And I just want the team to do well. So in this sense, if I was a Kansas City Chief, I'd be ecstatic over this deal mainly because the team can still continue to build while Patrick Mahomes is making his money. 
and uh, I'm gonna, you know, still sound like this once I get into the my whole uh, Dak Prescott, uh, my whole Dak Prescott rant. But um, all in all, this is this is a fantastic deal. I I see them. I see them uh, doing doing very very well. In fact, uh, a little further down, there's a part in the article that explains the cap situation. So here's part of the article again. Below is the breakdown of Mahomes' cap hit in each year of the contract. The figure includes Mahomes' ten million dollars signing bonus, spread over, uh, spread over the next five seasons. All right. So the cap hit. Uh, in 2021, I already said it, 5 million, 21, uh, 2021, 24 million, 2022, 31, 50 million, 31, 52 million. So basically, Mahomes' incentives are simple. Each year starting in 2022, he can earn 1.2, uh, 1.25 million if the Chiefs reach the Super Bowl, and an additional 1.25 million if he is named NFL MVP for a maximum of basically he has uh, $2.5 million per year in incentive. So if Mahomes wants to reach the full value of his contract, which is five hundred and two million, uh, which is you know, I guess if you round it up, it would be five hundred and three million dollars, because like five hundred two point something. He needs to lead Kansas City to the Super Bowl as the league MVP in every season for a full decade. Now, is that possible? No. If anybody can do it, can he? I mean, uh, whatever. It just doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, he's going to make still a lot of money. Um, um, and his guarantee is $141 million. So, God forbid he has a season-ending, I mean, career-ending injury, he will leave the league with $141 million in uh, guarantee. Um, so, Patrick Mahomes is uh, set for life. Um, no one will be able to say that he is, uh, he's poor. So, I'm, I'm happy with this. I'm happy with this, uh, signing. The Chiefs are definitely set, happy with this signing. And, uh, I think this is very, very good for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so, before I get on to my Dak Prescott take, I should probably preface something. With maybe the exception of Deshaun Watson. And it also depends on what he does this season. Uh, Obviously, we live in America. We live in a capitalistic country. Um, So, if you can get what you get in the free market. I mean, and technically, it's weird. Because technically, it's like, none of these, like, all these owners, you know, they, they're all like, oh, capitalism is it. You know, capitalism is the way. But yet, they all benefit from socialism in some sort of way. Because their sports have a cap. But yet when they made their billions, they made their billions. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if uh, Robert Kraft had a cap on how much money he can make. So, you know, 
I don't know. It's like pseudo socialism or something. If if that makes sense, right? Does does that make sense? Like, none of these billionaires have a cap on how much they can make, which is capitalism. You can make however much you want, but the players have a cap on how much they can play. Well, the, at least how much they can make actually doing their job anyway. Obviously, like, for example, in the NBA, obviously LeBron James makes more money off the field than he does on the field. And, you know, I don't really know if that's the case with um, the NFL. Obviously, if you're like a, a superstar, um, um, obviously, if you're a superstar, then yes, you know, you make more money off the field than you do on the field. And, you know, that's good. But if we're talking about on the field, I don't know. It's like the the owners benefit from um the owners benefit from capitalism but yet they uh they make their players uh practice socialism by putting a cap on their salaries and saying hey man it's only fair for everybody else um with the exception of baseball baseball has no cap but obviously next season in baseball they're going to try to the owners are going to try to put a cap, and I, I know for a fact the players aren't going to like that, but I don't know, that's that's just um, a philo- philosophical thing that I had in my head, um, <laughs> back to my take, no other player, with maybe Deshaun, may, honestly, if Deshaun wins the Super Bowl, I think I think he'll he, he's right there, I think it'll be like, if Deshaun wins the Super Bowl this season, I think it'll just be the new version of Brady versus Brady versus Aaron in terms of who's better, you know. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback, the most skilled quarterback of all time. Um, but, you know, Tom Brady's greater. Uh, but I think uh, Deshaun Watson has the potential to be right up there in terms of caliber of quarterback with uh, Patrick Mahomes. They're both the same type. Um, maybe Deshaun Watson's a little bit run more. Uh, I mean, run first. Uh, but they both have athletic ability. They're both very smart in the way they read defenses and whatnot. And they both have chooches. They both have rockets for arm. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, they're, they're kind of the same type of player. Um, so, but with the exception of maybe Deshaun Watson, I if I was an owner, I would not sign any other of the quarterbacks to a type of extension as uh, as Patrick Mahomes. So with that in mind, let's go with my Dak Prescott take. So Wednesday, I believe it was, was the deadline to sign to for um, Dak Prescott to sign a contract extension. And uh, no such extension was made. So uh, Prescott will play out his um, the 2020 season with a $31.4 million franchise tag. So, he's on a franchise tag, and then we're going to go through all of this mess again in 2021. Uh, So, you know, that's kind of annoying, uh, because I hate the Cowboys. Um, So, with this because of this franchise tag, the Cowboys will be unable to sign their quarterback uh, to an extension for the remainder of the league year. Meaning, you know, they're going to have to wait until after the 2020-2021 season ends before they can negotiate. 
Um, so, you know, this obviously doesn't just impact uh, Dak and Dak and the Cowboys. Um, you know, obviously it t- uh, impacts their teammates, the fans, and all that. And the part that's annoying is people like me who aren't completely sold on Dak Prescott. If he has basically another season like he had this year where he personally did well, but the team didn't do that well, I don't know if I will change my stance on Dak Prescott. And here's my stance. My stance is that he will be the benchmark for what a franchise quarterback should be. Now, uh, on Twitter, I had the debate discussion, whatever, with uh, two of my friends, Derby and Steph. And Derby was saying that it was disrespectful for them to put him on the franchise tag. And my argument was $31.4 million is not disrespectful. Franchise tags are fully guaranteed, by the way. So he will get that $31.4 million. And if he's put on another franchise tag for the next two years, uh, he will be getting paid $69 million for the next two if he's getting franchise tags for the next two years. So I do not think uh, they will let it get to that point. They will either cut ties with him or um, acquiesce to him and uh, um, give him an extension or sign him. Um, but then, uh, let me pull up, I, I wasn't going to pull it up, but I guess I'll pull up the Twitter conversation I had with my, uh, like, they're, they're good buddies of mine. Um, all right, let's see if I can find it. Okay. So my boy Derby, he goes, Dak not getting paid is highly disrespectful. I said, 30 million sounds like getting paid to me. Um, um, and then he says they franchise tagged him which is total disrespect in itself. And maybe I was wrong in the way I said it. I said dude is a slightly above average QB. Um, So I'm going to say it the way I'm saying it right now. I think Dak Prescott is the benchmark of what what a franchise quarterback should be, especially because I went back and I looked at his stats, and I'm like, all right, that's better than slightly average. He's a good quarterback. Uh, he wanted to get close to $40 million. I'm a Giants fan, so I'm good either way. But what if they don't value him at that price? That's where my boy Steph... That's where my boy uh, Steph came in, and he said, in today's game, having an above-average QB isn't easy to come by. I agree. So even if you think he's just above-average, you got to lock him down. And then uh, Derby said, facts. They're acting like they can close their eyes and find another productive quarterback like Dak. Now, while I do agree that um, quarterbacks are a very rare commodity in the NBA, and uh, finding another quarterback like Dak will be difficult, but it will not be impossible. Just because it is very hard to find another quarterback that will be able to do the things that Dak does, doesn't mean that you can pay him over what you value him. And that's why I prefaced all my arguments with saying, other than maybe Deshaun, nobody else should be getting Patrick Mahomes type money. And I'm not saying that's what they're arguing. Obviously, that's not what they're arguing. um, Because that'd be dumb if that's what they were arguing, that that he should get Patrick Mahomes type money. But 
it's like I said, because Patrick Mahomes has now set the market, players will try to get more closer and closer to at least the number, like, you know, the $40 million a year, the $45 million a year that, um, that Patrick Mahomes is getting. People will definitely try to get to that number. Uh, and they have every right to. But does your play, does your play show that? Um, and I don't think, um, I don't think it has. And I'm not just ragging on Dak. This doesn't do the Cowboys any favors either. For example, um, unless Prescott does horrible in the 2020 season, his price is only going to increase. So while I think it was important for the Cowboys to try to have locked him down, I, they better hope that he doesn't do that well. Because quarterbacks only get more expensive as each year passes. As each quarterback breaks whatever ceiling is there currently, right? For example, um, you still have... Um, upper echelon QB like Watson, who still hasn't, um, who still hasn't been signed to an extension. So once he gets signed, Preston will see what he got, and Preston will be able to negotiate his deal off of that. So this was um, a loss to the Cowboys as well. And the salary cap, which typically rises each and every year, also makes it so that player salaries grows each and every year. Now, I don't know if the salary, I predict the salary cap, if it does rise, it won't rise by much. It never rises by a crazy amount anyway, but it won't rise by much or it won't rise at all because, you know, I, I do think the owners are losing a lot of money with uh, COVID-19, especially if players won't be in the stands. Um, you know how much all owners in every league, how much they need the gate the money that comes in from the gate and the money that comes in from concessions and all that. Um, so I, I, this was a bad thing for the Cowboys. The only way the Cowboys can benefit is if Dak Prescott doesn't do well. So I feel like for those that are saying they did him dirty, that's because maybe they believe Dak Prescott won't be as productive this season um so i do think if dak prescott has a great season takes them deep into the playoffs i think he will be well worth between 31 and 36 million dollars a year so i would give him around 36 million dollars you know that's about how much aaron Rodgers makes uh that's about how much jimmy garoppolo makes now, Jimmy Garoppolo may not be as good of a quarterback as Dak Prescott, but he has taken his team farther than Dak Prescott has. And Dak Prescott has just as many weapons as um, just as many weapons as the Cowboys. By the way, I hate the 49ers too. I'm a, I, hate, I hate everybody in the NFC. Um, except for the Packers, because I'm an Aaron Rodgers fanboy. But, um... Look, I hope Dak Prescott gets paid. He deserves to be paid. His first season here, like, I was so scared as a Cowboys fan. Even though I think we, I think that year we won both of those games. 
his first year in the league, I think we beat him. I kind of, kind of want to look. Uh, it'll be hard for me to find. I, I don't want to look for it, but I think we either beat him once or we beat him both times his uh, rookie season. In fact, actually, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pause the recording and I'm gonna look it up real quick. Uh, because I really think we won. So I'm either going to be really happy when we come back or really sad. Boom! Beat them both time. And so that season, they were 13-3. and three. We beat them twice, and the Eagles beat them once. So all three losses came in the NFC East. The Giants beat them in the first game, the first game of the season, 19-20. to 20. And then in week 14, they beat them again 7-10. to 10. Uh <laughs> it was like so long ago, but it makes me happy because we beat the bricks off the Cowboys. And I hate them. I hate them so much. Um, go Big Blue. Uh, I forgot what my point was, honestly. Uh, <laughs> uh, point is. Oh, okay. Here was my point. The point is, uh, since 2016, I can't sit here and say that he hasn't had an outstanding career with um, with the Dallas Cowboys. And he deserves to be assigned to a long-term extension, maybe five or six years. He wants four. The Cowboys want five, actually. So he wants, like, upwards of $40 million for four years. And then in four years, he'll be 30. And I'm assuming after that, he'll maybe want a five-year deal till he's 35. I wouldn't know. But he wants a four-year deal. The um, the Cowboys want five. So I don't know what's really going to... I don't know what's going to happen with that. But um, I don't subscribe to the notion that they did him dirty. He got signed to an extension. Um, he'll get $31 million. If the Cowboys really want to be petty, they can sign him to... They, have, they can, you know, franchise tag him for two more years before it becomes way too expensive. Uh, and if he, they do franchise tag him two more times, he'll get up to $69 million. So I, I, I don't think, um, as long as Dak Prescott continues to have the seasons that he's had, and this season, if he goes deep into the playoffs, either the Cowboys will pay him, or like Kirk Cousins, somebody else will pay him. Somebody else will pay him a lot of money, just like the Vikings paid Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins is now in a better situation than he was in the Reds uh, with the Washington team. And uh, he's consistently uh, competing for a playoff position so uh, to be in the playoffs. So um, I think that will be just fine. He wasn't disrespected. They just disagreed. And even he himself, he said he wants to be a cowboy for life. So um, I think they'll make it work. I think they'll make it work. Uh, Jerry Jones is just a tough guy to negotiate with. Uh, he'll be fine, guys. He'll be just fine. That was the end of episode 10. That was heavy football. Um, I, the only reason why I didn't talk about basketball because all I paid attention to this week was heat stuff and uh, I'm going to try so hard not to talk about only heat stuff once the season restarts. But, um, yeah, I didn't, there's nothing really I wanted to talk about. Um, apparently, people are calling the snitch line a lot um, uh, in the NBA bubble, but that was probably expected. Um, so, thank you for listening to the podcast. This was the 10th 
episode. Let's go for 10 more, then 10 more after that, then 10 more after that. You know, I still, I, I want to make, you know, money off of this podcast. So uh, please support it. Um, uh, please help me build up my brand. Um, and maybe uh, I'll try making YouTube videos as well. Um, and I think possibly I might go from podcasting to making YouTube videos. It's something that I've been thinking about because uh, a lot of people do these type of style videos that I do in a YouTube video format and they get a lot of views and then they get sponsorship. So uh, not that I would ever stop doing podcasts, but uh, I might also try doing um, uh, YouTube videos. And if I do do YouTube videos, they'll definitely be uh, scripted. Or, or more of an outline format than they are now. You know, with what I do now, I usually just have the research in front of me and I just riff off of that, kind of like how a radio show usually is. Um, but uh, I do enjoy doing this, and uh, I do enjoy doing this for my friends, but obviously, um, you know, I'm doing this for the future that I, in a sense that I hopefully am able to make money off of this. So... Thank you, guys. Appreciate you listening. Ten more episodes. Peace.